Hey, my name is Becca Photo, and I'm an entrepreneur who built a six-figure business, had a team and an office, but I knew I was here to serve more. So I began a self-discovery journey in 2017 that I'm actually still very much on. Since then, I learned a lot and discovered that success, however you define it, requires this formula. Healthy mind plus healthy body equals healthy business. Now I'm writing a book, launching courses, and even have a membership group. How? That's what we talk about right here on the show. In the Lady Bee podcast, we share stories of women who have started a business and have been through the early stages of challenge. Challenges like feeling like they're not enough or worthy of even having a business to raising capital and starting from the ground up. We break it all down, mindset, worthiness, burnout, mental health, and business. This is a podcast to inspire women to chase their bold dreams. Get ready to be inspired, encouraged, and maybe grab your notebook to write down some gold nuggets. You're listening to The Lady B Podcast. Welcome to The Lady B Podcast. I'm your host, Becca Soto, founder of Lady B Co., and today I'm with the lovely me, a marketing coach, wife, and mama of three. Yes, today I am flying solo and sharing my heart with you about a self reinvention. In 2021, I did a cleanse. I made a vow to myself to get rid of things that weren't serving me in my ability as a wife, mother, or in my business. But the journey to reinvent myself has been one that I have been on for quite some time. Today in this short episode, I want to share some of the ups and downs throughout that process and offer some help to those of you who are looking at your beliefs and questioning them, including one of my current beliefs that I'm still breaking off, which is perfectionism, or another way to put that is a fear of judgment. I've shared a little bit about this before, but I'm going deeper in this solo episode. So let's get started with just breaking down what reinvention actually means. According to a quick Google search, reinvention means the action or process through which something is changed so much that it appears to be entirely new. And while I can appreciate this definition, I don't believe it's entirely true for me. I don't believe that we can can actually start entirely new. We can still definitely reinvent ourselves, but the old parts of us will never actually and completely go away. And while I can appreciate this definition, I don't believe it to be entirely true. I don't believe we can be in like completely new. We can still reinvent ourselves, but old parts of us will still be inside us. To me, reinvention is to finally give myself permission to live in my full purpose, to let go of those old beliefs, uh, to stop what was not serving me and finally be the woman I knew was inside me hiding in there all along. It was to stop caring so much about what others think of me and be more interested in what I think of me. So as you're listening to this podcast episode today, I want you to have this question, maybe sitting in the back of your head or just jot it down, but have you ever been held hostage by perfectionism or you can change perfectionism to judgment? Have you ever been held hostage to thinking or caring about what people think of you? I know I have, and I know many others as well out there who have the same fear, the same, the same feeling of, I want to be liked. I want to be loved and I don't want to be judged. And so they they get scared. They don't share their heart. They don't share the deepest parts of them. 
they just kind of stay what I was, which was vanilla. And in fact, this morning I was talking to my son. We have a, what we call coffee and conversation every now and then. And we were having one of our, our moments and in effort to have deeper, more meaningful conversation, I asked him what his biggest fear is. And he even said judgment. I did not know that when I asked him that question. More specifically, his judgment was of that first impression and knowing that you can't have that that opportunity ever again. So as I think through about that conversation, even today into other conversations I've had with other people and friends and peers, as well as my own thoughts, it really has forced me to take a step back and look at things for myself from a very raw and real angle. And I've been doing a reevaluation of myself now, like I mentioned for a while, and I know it sounds corny, but the old me was very hung up on what others thought. And because of this, I would find myself leaving no room for error at all. And this was not okay. In fact, initially I would not have said I was a perfectionist. In fact, it took several years for me to come to this full conclusion, even after really thinking through it a little bit, because I always thought it was because I had high standards. I thought, you know, I held high standards for myself, high standards for those around me, for those I worked with, for the product I delivered, for a lot of things. I thought that that was the acceptable response. But what I also learned and what really was the breakthrough moment was when I was in this training and I had to answer a series of questions and it came down to what's holding me back or what's paralyzing me. And I thought that it's not perfect and paralyzing me, I should say, from launching something, from, from just launching messy and just getting the message out there from just going live on Facebook or social media and just talking about it. And I was like, well, mine's not done. And that not done kept me paralyzed in this space of just my wheels spinning for so long that I finally was like, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm learning to break off perfectionism now. But in that moment, I was like, that's why it's not perfect. And I was too afraid of being judged to launch something that wasn't perfect because the truth is most of what we deem true or what we consider our beliefs are determined for us by others, childhood spouses, friends, family, whoever in your life who have, who has influence has probably created a truth you are following. And yes, for a season or a moment in life that may have been what made sense at the time, but I'm older now, perhaps a little wiser. I hope so anyway. And now some of those truths just don't make sense. They don't fit anymore. One of my truths that doesn't make sense is it's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to be judged. It's okay to not be liked. And not so long ago, that scared the heck out of me. Even when I said I didn't care, I kind of cared. And sometimes I really cared. This new version of me is not going to care. But that also means I'm going to ruffle some feathers, which the old me would never want to do. And I mean, like never, I'm going to put myself out there. Maybe some people won't like me. I'm going to be vulnerable and share things from the deepest parts of me that might make people feel uncomfortable 
And yes, I will get judged. But I also know that I will be helping someone as well. This is the new me. She's terrified. She's scared. But she's happy and more alive than ever. To become her meant challenging everything I had believed to be true for so long and start making decisions that led me to her. I didn't lose the old me. I just kind of upgraded her and I will keep upgrading myself because I'm committed to my personal growth. I love the old me and I honor her because she has helped me become who I am today. She went through the lessons, she cried and she loved hard. So I like to take a minute here and just break down three things that I did and committed to every single day to help me become a more committed person to myself and to my true self. And I hope that if you're in a season of reinvention or change, or you're just truly questioning some of those old beliefs, that some of these things will help you too. Even if just one thing you take away from this would be great and helpful. So the first one I put into place is I got better habits. And this included waking up earlier. This included removing activities in my day that sucked up my precious time and energy. So uh, I don't know if any of you are working ridiculous hours or you have uh, a little bit of burnout happening, but as someone who had experienced burnout in a big, big way in 2019 and then experienced all the time in the world in 2020, while yes, they're dramatically different from the next, I will say allowing yourself space. And what I mean by that is like mental space, getting up earlier every morning allowed me that time to read books. I have read more books in the last two, three years now than I have maybe read my entire life. And I love reading. It was something that I love to do. And I put it, I sidebarred it. I got busy. I, I made that excuse that I got busy. I had kids. I had a family, I had all the things to do. And I did not make it a priority. And since make it a priority for the past handful of years now, it's changed my life. I have, I have read so many books, good books, some, some books multiple times now because they're like game changers for me. Give yourself time and space, do yoga in the morning, do something to move your body. I recommend feeding your mind, your body, and your spirit, whether that be, uh, through prayer, through meditation, through, uh, again, reading, listening to something, education or educating your mind, a podcast, something to pick your mode, you know, pick your modality of what you like to consume content, but man, just consume something. 10, 15, 30 minutes. It does not have to be a long time. Just something to jumpstart your day. I promise you, you will not, you will not be disappointed, but also move your body. Even if you're just doing a 10, 15 minute stretch. I have a friend of mine who we were talking just a few weeks ago. Now, when we were talking about how she does yoga for a decade or more now, every morning, even if she only has 10 minutes, that's what she does. And she's committed to it. And man, I, I tell you just moving your body for a few minutes every morning and getting those knots and kinks worked out, it makes all the difference in signing up your day. But the biggest thing that I did during this season is, and don't laugh at me, but it is to stop wasting my energy on crap that doesn't matter. 
So if you think about your day, and this, this is one of the biggest ways that people waste energy, in my opinion, is on social media. And yes, I work in social media, I work in marketing. I believe in the power of it 110%. I believe it has the power to connect. And we'll talk a little bit about that in my third point, but you can also take a lot of your precious energy when things are in social or negative or they're sad, or you're in a little dispute with someone on a, you know, a comment section, think of all the energy and the change in your body and what happens in that time. And I just really encourage you to, to remove things like that, for example, out of your day, just, I know it's hard sometimes to just not care but try really hard to not care about the things that take you away from the things that make you happy, that make you joyful, that make you um, successful, that make you, or that help you, I should say, move the needle in whatever it is you're wanting to do for your goal setting. Don't let those sorts of things rob that from you. And only you know what those things are. And only you can really check yourself and say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to set this down right now. And I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to fight with someone on social media. I'm going to go off and go for a run and I'm going to take it out on the pavement, or I'm going to go off and listen to this podcast. that talks about how to build my business and uh, thrive in the next 12, 13, 14 months, whatever, (laughs) whatever those are, you can make those choices. Getting those habits in place is so, so key. And I really, really encourage you to to do that. Hi, this is Katie from your Sioux City Hotworks. Are you ready to try the ultimate workout? Hotworks is the only 24-hour infrared fitness studio in Sioux City. We offer virtually instructed workouts to experience the many benefits of infrared heat. Do you like yoga? Yes. Do you like cycling? Yes. Do you like to row? We have that too. And guess what? We work around your schedule. Not only are you working out and feeling better, the infrared heat has so many health benefits. Curious? Stop out and check us out. We are Hotworks located on Sunnybrook Drive, right next to Stonebrew. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. The second thing that I did just to really help me through my reinvention process and, and beyond, honestly, is I continue to go to therapy after starting back in November of 2019. And obviously with working through the pandemic and then uh, even the year following, it was really, really, for me at least, important to make that a priority still. When we talk about instilling habits, whether they're daily, weekly, in this case, monthly, just going to share how I'm feeling with someone during a, a challenging time for most people it really helped me to stay centered in what I was trying to do even before all of that started. My growth journey, I always pegged 2017 was kind of the start. It was the year where I just started to stir a lot in my body that uh, something was amiss, something wasn't right. And I feel like I've just been on this journey since then to kind of solidify or to find uh, what that stirring was all for. And so this happened, you know, in the middle of this journey already being, being in the, in motion. And then we have a pandemic. I really was committed to keeping my head on straight. And one of the things that we discovered in my sessions right off the bat really was that I'm a torch carrier and what a torch carrier is for those of you who are still breaking off perfectionism alongside me is someone who is she's strong, but 
she's also very guarded and she does not allow much uh, much space for having others help her so it's 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 a weakness in the sense that she doesn't ask for help and she doesn't um she just jumps in and gets things done which is great but it's not always in the best interest for her and so this is really something that i've been working on the past couple of years now to really put the guard down ask for help don't just pick it up and just go and do it but actually work together with people to do things for the common good of of everybody not just myself but of course um the task at hand helping others to grow and lady b's really focused on that too so there's been a lot of progress in that area but there's still work to be done as well so i just encourage you if you're in this season of wanting to understand more about who you are and you're you're just starting to ask yourself those really hard questions. And like I mentioned earlier, starting to challenge old beliefs and you need someone to kind of walk you through that. I recommend finding yourself a good therapist who can help you on that self-discovery journey and reinvention. And finally, the third thing that I did was connect with other women. And this is an entirely a beautiful process for both um, in person as well as a virtual relationship. So the beautiful thing about what social media offers us and just online communities for that matter is connection with people that you may or may not ever meet in real life. And so I had actually gotten myself into a few groups through some trainings that I had done and met some amazing, amazing women that we took our relationship, you know, kind of offline out of the group and were able to have DM conversations. Some of them we did phone calls. Some of them we've done Zoom conversations. Uh, I mean, it's been incredible. In fact, uh, three of them, I believe, will be on the show uh, here in the next little while. So, I mean, relationships that can, you know, that started off as just kind of casual in a group setting have become, uh, just amazing close friends actually. And, and we've cultivated this culture and this beautiful, uh, connection and helping each other serve in our, in all of our businesses that it's been really, really fun to have, have that come to that full fruition. So I know social media or online could be a little, little awkward, um, but for some, it's a place to really explore and to get to know people. And again, you're just meeting them through zoom, um, when there's a connection or a charisma or just, um, you know, when, when you meet someone for the first time, you know, like there's vibes and there's cool things happening there. You're just like, oh my gosh, you are my people. So if there's that kind of thing happening, uh, yeah, I totally recommend, inviting them into your life in any way that makes sense and, and having that connection grow. But I also, of course, recommend doing that and building your own community within your own backyard. I'm reading a book right now from a recommendation from my friend, uh, find your people by, uh, Jenny Allen is the author. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> but she, uh, 
Um, I'll put them in the show notes, but she has this beautiful way of sharing. I'm about, a little over halfway through it right now, but she has this beautiful way of sharing about the importance and even the history of different cultures and heritages about building community and building your tribe. And how incredible is it for us to have this opportunity right now to, you know, finally meet a person again and be able to almost like in the book, it really does say like kind of curate your own community and building your own community and having women in this particular instance who are there no matter what, you know, those hard, hard, you know, fights with your spouse or hard conversations with your, with your teens, or just something goes awry. Like who's going to show up on your doorstep with a, you know, a a casserole or who's going to show up on your doorstep with a coffee or who is going to take you to dinner and just say, you know what? I got you girl. So you want proximity. You want those people that are in your backyard, that are in your community that can love on you and that you can also in return love on as well. We all have things that are going on in our lives at any given moment. We all do. We don't all wear them out on our sleeve. Nobody knows the full depths of the things that anyone's ever going through. That's why we're, remember we're supposed to be kind, but please, please, please know that that's a reciprocal relationship that you want people there for you, but you can give back to them as well in the way that they need you to. So I think that's the other thing too. The third thing was just to, just to stay connected with other women. As you reinvent yourself, pick five people who are people you aspire to either be like, or have the habits or the attitude or the charisma or the fire, that spark that you want and, and make yourself available to them. You know, we talk, and it's so funny, the book talks about it too, but we've talked about with my, even my friends about, well, how do, how do we make friends as adults? You know, we can, we have a lot of casual friends or people who we connect with through kids, our kids, you know, our kids school or, you know, sporting events or activities, you know, that might, you know, keep us involved for a short season. And then, you know, once, you know, that's over, then we're kind of off on our own again, but like really asking someone to be your friend is, is what this book is recommending. And not everyone's going to say yes. And that's okay too, but to again, cultivate real conversation, real relationship, deep, like deep rooted relationships with people, be it besides your spouse, besides your family to really just build your community and to build around you. And when you're reinventing yourself, when you're breaking off old habits and old things that don't serve you, picking people who you want to be like, that is really, really key in making this really great step in your reinvention process. So I really, really hope that these three things help you start the process. They're not the only three things that I did. Of course, there were several steps along the way. And I'll add to this real quick that it takes work and it takes time. I said, 2017, we're in 2022. This has been a journey and the journey is not over, but I look back at where I was even a year ago, even two years ago, even six months ago. And I think, wow, wow. And I, I, and I, I'm not one. And usually this is another thing I'm working on, um, to celebrate or to be super uber proud of myself. Um, I'm not sure why we're still working through that one. Like I said, but I'm, I'm proud of the progress that I've made in the past six months, especially it wasn't easy. Uh, it's I'm not done yet. We're still in the hard, but 
I'm very proud of where I've come or how far I've come from where I was. And, you know, for me, it was time to start creating the most vibrant, alive version of myself. I wanted to be this woman I kept imagining. So I'm going to leave you with this thought of, have you ever thought of your most highest self? Have you ever like pictured her? Like, what does she do? Or what does she look like? Or who does she hang out with? And what are you doing today to get you closer to her? Do you even feel she is attainable? I was ready to stop going against who I wanted to be and start moving towards her. So for me, I'll leave you with mine. I wanted to be a runner. I was a runner in high school. I wanted to pick it back up and um, take on running again because I loved it. I wanted to be a woman who took care of her body and her mind, who was sober. I didn't want to drink anymore. I, I Mine was, she had this great career where she was in service to help other women. She was vibrant. She was She would light up any room she walked into. Uh, she cared hard. She loved hard. She cried hard with friends, her family, and with her God. So today I'm learning to speak and live my full truth. And I've made that promise to myself. I finally gave myself permission to feel something deep on the inside and share that on the outside. I no longer mask my feelings or push them down. Rather, my heart is pretty much on my sleeve anymore. For those of you, <laughs> you may have seen it but it's okay to give yourself permission to grow. And I recommend you write this down. I was listening to a podcast and I heard this, this line and I, I loved it. So I want to share this with you as well. And it's, I honor who you're becoming. And I really like this version of you. I'm so proud of you for any of you on this journey of reinvention or just working on yourself to be better, to serve better, to love harder, whatever that is. With my hands in the air, I promise you, I am cheering for you. Keep moving on, girl. Oh my gosh, you've just finished another episode of the Lady Bee Podcast. Reach your arm around and give yourself a pat on the back for taking some time for you. Yes, ladies. We do not do this often enough, do we? If you want more, head over to ladybeco.com forward slash podcast to watch recent episodes, catch show notes and links to all the goodies that were shared, plus those book recommendations. And if you're looking for more content about mind, body, or business, head over to my Facebook or Instagram pages where I show up each day with inspiration, stories, and you guessed it, marketing tips. And we have a little fun there as well. Please know you listening means the world to me. And I cannot wait for you to tune in next week for another episode of the Lady B Podcast.